Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name at home. Go on and bless him. Bless him. Yes to your will and yes to your way. Yes, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We bless the name of the Lord. We bless his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we honor you. We thank you for this day. This is the day that you've made. We are rejoicing and are exceedingly glad therein. We ask that you would have control and speak afresh even through your servant. In this hour, in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone that agrees said amen. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. What a, what a great worship, what a great worship, what a great worship moment. <clears throat> we thank God for each one of you. Let me pick up again where I was at on last week, and I want to take my time and just offer a few things today uh, to press the argument and the conversation a little further. The, the book of Jonah, chapter 3, read in your hearing earlier, let me just read the very first verse. And here's what it says. It says, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. And I want to talk from the theme again, God of a second chance. God of a second chance. This is part two, God of a second chance. What is interesting to me is the, the God that I speak of not only is given the Ninevites a second chance by having the proclamation of his pending doom upon the people. But God is also giving Jonah a second chance to be the proclaimer and messenger that God has designed for him to be. God has given the prophet a second chance and God has given the people a second chance. It's amazing how God uses second time around people. People that have made mistakes, people that have messed up, people that have been miserable at one point in their life. And God has a tendency to give us a second chance and an opportunity to be useful in the very kingdom of the living God. God gave Jonah a second chance just as much as he gave it unto the people. God gave the prophet a second chance. And that's good news for somebody right now. That's good news for somebody that's messed up since they've been saved. That's good news for somebody that's messed up since they proclaimed to be on the Lord's side. That's good news for someone that's made mistakes since they have made their confession of faith that God does not throw you away because you're not all that he desires you to be. God works with us. And even though Jonah had to go through some things to get to where God wanted him to be, God did not cast him aside permanently. God is a God of a second chance, and it's not just people, it's prophets. And that ought to make somebody happy this morning. 
Yeah, the, 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 the second chance. This, this particular second chance came as the result of a divine warning. Uh, it, it came as a result of a divine warning. Uh, there's a warning in this text. There's, there's a warning. There's a warning here. God, God is not only prophesying the pending doom of Nineveh, but God is prophesying cautionarily. In other words, God is giving them a word that says, this is what will happen in 40 days if nothing else happens to work on me to change what I have already said will happen. But you do, if I'm warning you, I must be warning you because I want you to do different. So what is predicted, what will come to pass? That, oh, wait a minute, come on back. Hey, this is a warning and, and thank God for warnings. Thank God for warnings. Thank God for warnings. Thank God for warnings. Uh, those of you who are children of the 60s, I know you babies in here, y'all don't know anything about that, but, but some of you older folk who have been around a little while, you remember the original uh, 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 Lost in Space. Uh, you, you remember back yonder, the, the original one. I'm talking about the original one. Uh, yeah, that, that's it right there. The robot in there is kind of strange looking and a little weird. But, but once that robot had been reprogrammed, he would travel around with Will Robinson. And whenever there was a problem, you could hear the robot hollering, danger. Do we have anything on that? Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Is that, is that, Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is, he gave him a warning of danger that was about to come. I, I like that because I, I'm excited that God is a God that will give us a warning and, and he allows us to get the warning because he really does not want us to get the punishment. So he puts the prophecy ahead of the punishment in the hopes that something will happen between the prophetic word and the prophetic outcome so that the punishment does not match the prophecy. And God's not trying to make his prophet into a liar. God wants his prophet to be more than a doomsayer. He also wants his prophet to be a proclaimer so that those who are here the warning can make the changes that are necessary necessary for survival. God is not a God that just wants to forecast the, the damnation and destruction and disaster upon his people. God wants to save. Listen, listen. You, you got to know warnings precede disasters. Uh, they, they, they warnings precede disasters. Now, now get this. They don't stop disasters, but they do indicate a negative possibility. Now, now that's important that you get that. They don't stop it, but they indicate a negative possibility. Uh, they, right now, there are warnings out now for weather around here, and, and there have been warnings about tornadoes and warnings about hurricanes and warnings about various things that happen. And, and if, you, if, you, if you're smart, you learn to watch the warnings because the warnings help to give guidance of what you ought to do next. The warnings, li listen to me closely, the warnings prompt decisions. 
They're, they're trying to get you to make a decision. Uh, what you going to do next? Listen, you, you can either receive it or reject it. It's your choice. But the warning prompts decision. Danger, high water over here. Danger, low bridge over here. Danger, you can run off the rails over here. Danger, sharp curve over here. God said, I'm giving you a warning and I'm prompting a decision. Slow down right here. Now, now you can jump on the merit turnpike if you want to in an 18-wheeler, but the Mary Turnpike has all kind of signs that danger, low bridge. And you go on the Mary Turnpike, you want to in your high truck, you'll find yourself with half your load on the ground because the warning has been given and the warning is never given in vain. The outcome is known if one doesn't heed the warning. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, 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 the warning really wants to promote deliverance. If I had time, I'd be here all day. I could preach just right here because what it is is God does not want to kill. That's the job of the thief. That's the job of the enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God said, I came that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. Don't fool yourself. God does not want to kill. God wants to give Zoe life. That, that, that's the good thing about what God wants to do. God wants you to be delivered. I, I, I get excited now, and, and now that, that, that allows me to prompt this, uh, this sermon together in, in a whole another fashion with that as the backdrop. I can now speak a little differently if you hold on to that. As a backdrop, you can understand that the second chance that these Ninevites are given is the second chance was made possible when they did three things. Uh, I, 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 I've got to get this here. They did three things. They did three things. The, the, the first thing they did was they received relevant re re revelation. They received relevant revelation. What, what's, what's a re revelation? What's a revelation? What's a revelation? The revelation came that in 40 days that there would be destruction. 40 days, 40 days, 40 days, there's going to be destruction. There's going to be destruction. 40 days. You've got 40 days and something is about to happen. In 40 days, there's going to be a change. And, 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 and listen, listen, you, you got to get this. I don't know about you, but I've been given warnings at times that I didn't heed. Let me, let me help you again. Y'all missed it. Went over some of y'all head because I know you are holy and you are more obedient than I am. But I've been given instructions that said warning that I did not heed. How many of you have ever made a mistake of putting some metal in a microwave? You, you, you got the instruction, but you didn't heed it. Okay, y'all missed that one. How, how, how many of y'all were, were told by the doctor you're lactose intolerant? But the Hagen-Dazs was calling your name. 
and Ben and Jerry had made a reservation in your freezer and, and, and you looked at friendlies and got excited and thought you had a new friend and all of a sudden you were just enjoying yourself but there was a price to be paid. You can get a warning and not receive it. Get, I, I ride a motorcycle. I, I don't ride as much as I used to. I, I used to ride all the time, but I don't ride as much as I used to. I, 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 I love my motorcycle. I drive, I ride a Harley. I've got a Harley. I've got a big one. I've got a big, big hog, and I enjoy riding my Harley. Now, anytime you hear a Harley, it makes a distinct sound. It makes a distinct sound. It, it sounds like, like heaven on earth. Oh, it, 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 potato, 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 potato. Ha, <laughs> ha, glory, hallelujah. I felt something right there. I felt a stirring. Anybody ever ridden a Harley will know right away, or you've ridden any kind of motorcycle, you know too. Your exhaust pipes run alongside of the motorcycle. And you know that the exhaust pipe is hot. Now, you can ride out there on that bike in shorts if you want to. As long as you don't get your legs near those pipes, everything's everything. But you have been warned. And I know many a person who has enjoyed a great ride only to slide their leg and leave skin on a hot pot. Y'all miss it? Went across your head? Yeah, that, what I'm trying to tell you is whenever there's a warning that comes with a choice, you can either receive it or not receive it. They receive the relevant revelation. In, in other words, when the word came, if you don't make a change in 40 days, and, and, and wait a minute, oh, 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 I just, I just transposed some things. Because I said the warning said, if you don't make a change. But the warning didn't say that. The warning simply said, in 40 days. Elohim is going to, wait a minute. You mean when they heard it, they understood and received it as revelation. Without ever hearing they could fix it. They went into mode of prayer trying to get the attention of the Elohim God, supreme God that had given the warning. <sighs> Which suggests that they not only heard the words that were spoken, but they understood the intent behind the words. Because if you wanted to destroy us, you didn't have to tell us first. You could have just destroyed us. The only reason you told us is you did not want to destroy us. I, I thought I would help somebody else. This is going to bless you. This is going to bless you. This is going to. Notice, if you will, these are not Israelites. Matter of fact, these are enemies of Israelites. Matter of fact, these people are more pagan than they are godly. The reason why their sins have come before God is because their secularization of society was so sick, saddened, and sullen that it got on God's nerves and the stink of it got into God's nostrils. And so God is now speaking a warning to those who one would have to consider showing up ranked sinners and telling them that if something doesn't change, isn't it amazing how 
God loves people. I want you to bless y'all right here. God doesn't give a rather make a John about your denomination. He don't care if you Baptist, Catholic, Episcopalian, AMZ, ZMZ, TNZ, CNN. He does not care. God does not get excited that you're Catholic, Jewish, or Muslim. He doesn't care. God loves people. And the problem with us is that we love the people that look like us. Or we culturally identify with us. And God keeps trying to tell us, I love people. I came to save people. Come on back. I'm, I'm trying to help you. They received the relevant revelation. But number two, they recognized a reimagined reality. Now that, that's deep right there. I had to lay back on that one. I lean back. I lean back. They, 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 they recognize a reimagined reality. If reality is that we are living in a manner that has so upset the divine that God is ready to destroy, then I suppose that if I do something different, maybe I'll get a different result. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Maybe if I do something different right now, I can get God to do something different. Oh, wait a minute here. Maybe because prophecy does not have to become reality. Prophecy does not have to, yeah. Come here, Hezekiah. The prophet speaks to Hezekiah years later and will say, thou shalt die and not live. And Hezekiah turns his face to the wall and he talks to God. And God says to him, Go back to him, reprophesy. Reframe the prophecy. This time tell him, I heard your prayer. And instead of death, let me tell you, I'm going to add 15 more years to your life. Let me help somebody here. If you dare to reimagine what is your current reality, God can make something different, even out of what appears to be over your head, dangling like the sword of Pedocles, waiting to fall upon your head. The sword of Democles does not have to hit you. You do not have to fall. You do not have to suffer. God. God can change a thing. Ah, I feel something here. God has a way. God has a way. Uh, certain things don't have to become your reality. I got to hustle. I got to hustle. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm almost out of time, but I sure enough ain't out of word. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. When they get the word, notice what happens. They, this is the third thing here. They responded with remorseful repentance. Ah, uh, that, that, that dog will hunt right there. That, that'll preach right there. Um, because some of us, we get bad news, and the first thing come out of our mind is one of those 
words that we can't say in church. Matter of fact, we, 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 we start, we can make a, a sailor cry because we can say some things that would just be upset. No, they heard what was said and they knew who they were. And they, now listen, he identifies God as Elohim, not Yahweh, Elohim, the supreme God. I know y'all worship a whole bunch of other stuff around here. I know y'all got Dagon and these other gods, but I'm going to tell you, no matter what you think you're worshiping, the supreme God has spoken. And since the supreme God has spoken, you make it do what it do. But I'm going to tell you in 40 days, if something don't happen, listen, come here. What they did was, is an ABC found in verse 5. Watch this. Verse 5 gives me ABC. Verse 5 says, so the people of Nineveh believed God. The A is they believed because they received the messenger. A, A, they, they believed by receiving the messenger. I don't know who it is that, that needs to speak into your life. But I think sometimes you need to believe what God is saying to you. You need to understand when God is speaking to you because God wants to speak over your life. And he may not have looked like them. He may not have talked exactly like them. He may not have had the dress code down of the Ninevite. But what he said had power and truth attached to it. They believed it and they received the messenger. Let me help somebody here. Sometimes we've got to realize that the packaging that God sends us his word in may not look like you think it ought to look. He or she may not have the dress code up to your standard, but it does not mean they don't have a word from the Lord. So you better go ahead and you ought to believe what God is saying to you because God can use anybody to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody and God doesn't care about what they look like for the Lord is no respecter of persons. They believe, they believe, they believe God, they believe God, they believe God. But, 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 but the B underneath here is they broadcast and relayed the message. It's in the text. It says they proclaimed a fast to everyone. They, they broadcast. They, 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 they made everybody aware. And at some point in your life, you got to share what you know. There are too many closet Christians. Too many secret saints. Some of y'all act like y'all in the CIA. Nobody can know that you're a Christian. You, you got a secret handshake and a secret code because nobody can understand what you do. At some point when God is speaking in your life, you got to share what God has shared with you. Now, wait a minute. Before the king ever found out, before the king and the nobles made their declaration, the people were already proclaiming. The people were already broadcasting. The people already had the network going. The people already were sharing the news of what was going on. Prophecy has come in the land. A word of the Lord has come in the land. Here's what we need to do. We need to make a change because the word of God is in the land and God is speaking and if God is speaking we ought to hear what thus saith the Lord. 
there's a word of the Lord and I'm not waiting on a bishop, a pope, a pastor, a priest. I can just tell you, I know what I heard and it was truth. When the king figures it out, I'll accept it. But let me tell you what I know. I heard the voice of the Lord. I did this is important this morning. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I know my time is over, but I got one more piece here. Just one more piece. The C here is that not only did they broadcast it and proclaim this truth, but they did something else that was kind of strange. Since we done messed up, we're getting ready to try and make it right. And the best way to make it right is to go in and begin to be well. They went into bewailing and they into repentance for God's mercy. Yeah, they bewailed and entered into repentance for God's mercy. Yeah, they, they, they believed by receiving the message. They broadcast, but relayed the message. And then they bewailed in repentance for mercy. Y'all ain't got it yet? The Bible says they put on sackcloth and ashes. And, and y'all, let me, let me be well with you a moment. I, I don't know if you've ever been. I had sackcloth and ashes on, but I've, I've prayed in sackcloth and ashes, and it, it's kind of rough. It's like burlap sack on your back. It, it's a little itchy. Yeah, I've had it on you. But not only did they put on the burlap sack, but they went into ashes. They took the burnt offering. They took the ash off the ground, and they began to sit in it and put it upon themselves. It was an act and sign of saying, I'm godly sorrowful something is wrong and I want to get it right with the holy let me preach up in here a minute every now and then you've got to get to the place that to yourself ain't nothing wrong with what I used to wear ain't nothing wrong with the dress I had on last week at the club it was club appropriate but right now I need to put something different on today I can't wear the clothes I was putting on there and go where I need to go right now I gotta take my jewelry off right now I can't can't do it what I, no, no, it's not Nelly, it's not just because it's hot in here that I need to take my coat, no, I need to take a change of clothes to show that there's been a change of heart. I need to take off what I got on and put on something that reflects the fact that I'm in mourning, that God needs to do a miracle in my life and every now and then when God needs to do something for you, you've got to get away from everything you're used to and you begin to stretch out in God and say God I need a miracle I'm not praying a regular prayer I'm praying a life and death prayer I'm praying a prayer that can save me from going to a burning hell God I'm praying a prayer that can heal my body I'm praying a prayer that can change my destiny I'm praying a prayer that can change my direction I'm praying a prayer that can bring my deliverance and I can't be fooling around trying to do it in a regular way I'm getting irregular now I'm going to get all into it and I'm going to pray my prayer in a whole new way I'm going to raise up my voice like a trumpet in Zion and I'm going to cry out to God and I'm going to tell God have mercy Lord have mercy have mercy give me a second chance When they prayed for a second chance, something happened. 
God will always move at the petition of people who know how to be reverent in the divine presence. They weren't perfect, but they were perfectly postured to get a miracle. And what do you mean, Reverend? Because when you go on your knees and you change you, you're getting in a position to receive God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Somebody give God a praise of it. Well, God bless you. I love you all with the love of the Lord. I want to thank God for each one of you. I want to just tell you, I believe God's going to do something special. If you're praying for your family, you're praying for your loved ones, you're praying for your friends, I want you to heed the warning that God is giving into the earth realm, that we can actually petition God even now for God to do a miracle. You know, I, I heard back in the summer, uh, Dr. Fauci and some of the other scientists saying, if we would do this, and each time they couched it, if, you, if we could get mask wearing, if we could get people to socially distance, then we could preclude this. But then the modeling came out which said, look, if you don't have mask wearing and you don't have, have people socially distance, here's going to be the number. Then we get to the, to, the, to the fall and we say, look, you can't go to Thanksgiving. If you always stay away, we won't get a surge. And people, people go on and they go and we get a surge. They get to Christmas. Look, if all of you all would stay away and just sacrifice this Christmas, we could have a great Christmas next year. Sacrifice 2020 so we can have a 2021 Christmas and we get another surge. What you have to understand is the word is coming. The receiving of a revelation is what's missing. And I don't care if the revelation comes from a doctor who does not say, yea, thus saith the Lord, but has the right mind for the season. We have to hear revelation. And not only hear it, but heed it by receiving it. That's a word. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Let me, let me tell you this. If you're looking for a church home, looking for people of God to be in community with, we'd love to be in your community. We love you already. We want to invite you to become a part of us. You can become an I member at Shiloh. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, it's really easy to do. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, thou shalt be saved. Call us this week on that line. Drop us an email. Tell us, I want to be part of the family of God. I believe in Jesus. And we'll receive you into our fellowship and we'll take you through the steps necessary to become a part of our Shiloh family. I love you right now. Saints, we're at the end of our worship, and I want to invite you to seed into the kingdom of God with your tithes and with your offering, whatever it is that God has blessed you with. I invite you to seed into the kingdom now. 
You know, you, we've heard too many times, there are several ways to give. And I ask you to join us with giving today. Yes, that's right. It's offering time. You can give by Givelify, by Cash App, or by mail. Come on, you need to be a partner with us in doing kingdom work. So please join us in giving. I'm going to pray for the giving now. God, I thank you for this offering, gift and giver. And I thank you, Lord, that your storehouse will be filled so that there be meat in your house. Thank you that we are yet tithers. And thank you that you keep us with the ability to tithe by blessing us in our individual homes so that we can participate in kingdom building. And then, God, I thank you that you will bless the church that we can sow into the community and feed the hungry, clothe the naked, and take care of those that are less fortunate. And God, I thank you that we will never be the kind of church that will look to see what a person looks like, where they come from, whether they speak the language of English or not, but we will look to them as people who have come from a loving God and who need love from the people of God. Help us to always manifest great love for your people. Give unto us that we can give unto others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen.